You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As Patty's Reno Sweeney used to say, The world has gone a little mad today, so let's look at Broadway in a broader way. With broads like Liza, Bet, and Stretch, we're to gaze through a Marilyn Mays bitch, and as a couple cast-offs, we're gonna give it to you straight, a couple cast-offs. Whose favorite things to do is to appreciate, let's name that belt and feel the thrill of another rousing round of Dolly Concert Kill at Castoffs, Spoon Broadway Diva Team, it's Castoffs Welcome to the Cast Offs Podcast on Broadway Podcast Network. I am Ben Rimmelauer, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Daniel Nolan. Hey, y'all. It is a beautiful, beautiful uh, spring, almost summer day here in New York City. It's hot, hot, hot. I wouldn't know. I have not left my apartment. <laughs> well, I, 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 but, I finally cranked on the AC, but it's still like, it just doesn't quite go, go, go like it used to. So my apartment's still a little too warm for my taste. You know how cold I want it. I do know. No, no one could ever be cold enough for you. Um, <laughs> a very cold but, girl. Uh, yeah, we have a very warm girl here with us today. We are joined by the fabulous star of stage, screen, radio, writing, and certainly other mediums that I am just not hip enough to even be aware of. Uh, Mr. John Hill, thank you for joining us. Yay. Thank you for having me. I was like, what's another medium? Stage, film, TV, yeah. OnlyFans. Medium. He looks more like a large to me. Woo! Hey, baby tea, crop top season. <laughs> I'm sure Daniel's got something cropped below the camera. Line. Honey, I just bought a new a new crop top at the Fire Island Tola shop, our favorite uh, store. And I had to go back and get a medium because the small was too small. How is that possible? Only on know. Fire Island. Well, Daniel is freakishly tall. Like, the, don't let the thinness fool you. I'm very thin, but I still am very broad. And are, do you identify as a twink? <laughs> uh, I identify what's whatever the past the past tense of twink. Twink. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm a little, I, I think I'm, I've aged out of twink, but I mean, I was oh. back in the day. Oh my god, rookie mistake! I have to put my thing on. John, do not disturb. I know it's like you've never done this before. 
I um, really have struggled to be okay with people Daniel's age talking about how they've aged out of anything. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm learning. I'm learning. Well, in our youth-obsessed culture, it's like, I feel like every, you know, 10 years or whatever, it just becomes uh, the age of youthfulness becomes younger and younger. Like, I feel like at this point when you're above 26, it's like your, your mm. expiration date is approaching. Well, you know what, Daniel? I don't feel that way. Well, I don't either, I have, but I... I have prepared for this episode. <laughs> Not on the assumption of that. We are going to be doing a fantasy football style draft of the all-time top twink roles in musical theater. The top, and the top very, bottom roles. The top bottom roles. It's America's top bottom. Um, it's really fitting that we are joined by John because long before he became the silver fox uh, that we are here to record with today, he was, in fact, a Broadway twink. I had the pleasure of seeing John when he was in the original cast of Hairspray. Can I stop you right there? This is inaccurate. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, inaccurate. Check his ass. What, what is inaccurate? I feel I was never of the twink persuasion. In fact, if you really How? want to go back to Hairspray, oh, I would like to very badly. The day I was cast, I also don't have, I never had twink energy. I, al- I always had, I had faggot energy, but I never had twink mm. energy. Listen, mm. I think They're that different. to like, to like the general population of adults, anyone under 30 or 35 with good skin who's a homo and like remotely like effable to anyone is a twink. My bones have never been thin enough to be a twink. I've always been large. You've always been big so, boned. Yeah. I just, my, my stature has always just been too big to be a twink. I wanted to be one. I wanted to be thin. Well, Skinny listen, corpse. Take I saw you as Link Larkin in Hairspray on Broadway. And if that's not a twink role in musical theater, I don't know what is. Yeah. Well, I think we have different interpretations. So this will be fun to go yeah, through this role. Yeah, I think we're going to have a lot of battles. I can see that you guys are going to fight me when I'm like, you, so Tevye you mean, you mean on the cute, roof is you a mean, twink. Or exactly. Tevia is a twink. Rosie O'Donnell in, in Fiddler was a twink role. She made it a twink role. That's right. Well, you Rosie think O'Donnell any gay guy, you think any cute guy is a, a young, cute guy is a twink? No, not necessarily. Like there were characters that I wouldn't uh, include in that. But I think maybe we can get into the nuances yes. role by role. And when you guys are like, you know, we can, we'll, we'll debate. Maybe there'll be some that it'll be a two to one in different directions, you know? Okay. Yeah. A lot of litigation to be had. Yes, you know, I, I love I love to live for litigation. Um, and, uh, so, John, as our guest, you'll go first, and then we'll do a snake draft uh, going down. So, uh, wait, Daniel. A snake you... draft? Is that yeah, a sports term? It is. I'm so athletic right now. Yeah. Um, I'm an athletic supporter. Okay. Daniel, what, okay. remind me, do we start with number five or number one? Uh... Number one, right? Oh. Because this is like. I don't. This is. This is like the divas. Like we got to save like the. Yeah, I guess I guess we started with number one. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, because otherwise it's too easy to sneak attack. Yeah. Um. All right. So John, number one Damn. with zero competition from us. What is the number one twink role in musical theater? <laughs> Wait, just fresh in my memory on what a snake is. Okay, so we're starting. I'm gonna give you. I have five things to nominate, basically. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. Your first one, you get. Because we haven't gone yet. So but I can like, get argued out of the other ones I have to nominate. Yeah. Or even just like, well, I mean, yeah. Well, exactly, you don't, basically. you can't, you don't, or not even argued out, but like someone else might take it from you. Like yeah, if, right. that's fine. If, 
But I, um, people take everything from me. As long as people have heard me on record as being the one who did it first, that's fine. It's just well, that's the my they, career. They won't, they won't yeah. hear you first, except for on this round. Because so. you're going to edit it out. Okay. <laughs> no, I told um, you we don't no, edit. No, we don't edit. That's why some of our episodes <laughs> are long. Okay. Um, uh, right, gosh, so they're all so good. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure. I'll start with um, Jack from Into the Woods. Ah, oh, yes. Wonderful, wonderful. It should always be a twink. No, see, I really don't agree because, and I obviously it was. Cast You're just as a being twink. contrarian. That's no, obviously I'm not. A twink I'm with not a contrarian. Ink. Absolutely not. The reason I don't include Jack, uh, even though it's clearly been played by many twinks, um, including in the original production, is because I think the best Jacks are when he's like a prepubescent little boy, like Oliver. That I'm, is how. Okay, I, here's where we get into it. Yeah. I'm going by the soul of the character. I'm not going by like traditional casting. Like it, at its core, tw- Jack is someone who comes out and says, okay, I want a giant to dominate me. And I just want to be where you are. No, Fuck no, my cow. No. I'm small. No. Take me. I'm your sub. And he then does let not me want the giant to dominate him. He are wants to twink? be pressed to the giant's breast. I, right. Play by Glenn Close in Shakespeare in the Park. But yes. go ahead. Well, I like I like Jack as a twink just because I want Giants in the Sky to be sung as a tenor. You know, mm-hmm. I want to hear that belt note as a tenor. I don't want it to be like, there are giants in the sky. <laughs> I, do. I, do. I don't I want do. that. <laughs> or like one of those uh, actory guys who can just kind of speak, sing it, and act like they, you know, were just like a good actor. I want to hear that screlted. Yeah, I need, counter, I need, I need, twink. yes, I need it. I need it screlted. I need a money note at the end. Um, all right. Well, uh, it looks like there's a lot of debate about Jack. So, uh, Daniel, what is your first? My first uh, number one twink role of all time would be Fiero in Wicked. Oh, that's wow. good. See, and I don't like Fiero to be twinky. I want Fiero to be like a fucking like hot man. Well, and listen, I mean, Norbert Leo Butts played him originally, and he is not a twink, but... More, I the the I think three times I've seen Wicked, they've all been played twinkly. It is always it is always, and now it's always cast twinkly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Fierro is the number one twink role in my IMHO. I hate that character. He has the worst songs. I I hate hate that that whole storyline. I would be so much more into Wicked if you just removed Fierro from the storyline. Yeah, I mean, Mm. well, it's confusing also because then there's Bach, who is also kind of a twink role, very much so. Yes. Well, with that, then, what is your... Uh... I'm so happy that I have no competition. My first choice is going to be my number one. It's Usnavi in, in the Heights. Oh, wonderful. Never seen it. And what's that, John? Never seen it. Oh, you should watch the movie. It's very good. And oh, I movie, guess I saw the movie. Which one is that? It's the lead. It's, um, it's the, the uh, hot, Anthony Ramos. Yeah, hot Anthony. Who's actually twinkier than Lin-Manuel Miranda ever was. That's true. Um and uh, I chose that for the best twink role because it I, best role is not the category, but because it is the best role, I chose it for my number one twink role because he's the lead character. He's the narrator. Everything is from his perspective. You know, if you were like a young actor who'd been making his way up a community theater, like um, uh, ladder and, you know, playing these like featured roles, maybe jacking into the woods when you were, whatever age we all agreed or disagree is the right age, you could still be cast. But then let's say you're like 17, 18, 19, and you do it in the Heights at that theater, and that is your fucking show. You know, that's Elphaba, that's Evita. 
I mean, no contest. But wait, is your name, have you named yourself Troll in this broadcast? I have. Thank you for sharing that with the audience. It was meant to be an inside joke with the two of you because (laughs) I feel that I uh, was never a twink, but if I ever had any chance of being one, it is long behind me. (laughs) Wait, so you were just like under the bridge, like that twinks were crossing over like the troll, just like sending them riddles, hoping to pull them down into your troll lair. Yeah, the three Billy twinks, Gruff. That's what what I am now. That's what I am now. The three Billy Magnussons, Gruff. (laughs) Oh, I saw him running the other day in LA. I'm so jealous. jealous. I would like a slow-mo tape of that. Let me tell you something. Those titties bounce. And that is my favorite fetish. Mm. I love it. I hope he was wearing those shorts that are like slit up the sides and they just like little curtains blow in the wind. Yes, honey. The answer, my friend, is blown in the wind. Anyway, all right, well, troll. No, Thanks, so now troll. I, I, the troll goes next with my number two choice. And um, Daniel, I apologize in advance. Uh-oh. I don't think you're going to be happy that I have gotten this. Um, but my number two is Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, long down on my list. I'm shocked. Um, now That's I understand good. that could be cast as a middle-aged Jewish man in certain productions, like the original. And Rick Moranis was like on the second half of his 30s when he played the part. But I do prefer it with Jonathan Groff, freshly uh, exfoliated center stage. Well, here's the thing about about Seymour. And I say this as someone who played Seymour very twinkly. But I I prefer it when Seymour is like is like a, a, a down and out like straight man. Like I love it. Like I love Rick Moranis. Like I, I don't like it when Seymour's played too gaily, you know, I like him played just gaily enough. I like it when it's still a, like you can you can believe that he's like going to the back of the flower shop and like jerking off to Audrey, you know, in his own time. Like when it's played too twinkly, I'm like, oh, he just wants to rescue her because he's like, you know, a, a, a kind person. But I, I, I actually want there to be a little bit of sexual tension. I I don't want to say the other role that I would say this about, but Seymour is one of two because the other one is also on the list. Um, But I think it's a role in musical theater that even though the character is heterosexual ostensibly as far as the plot is concerned, the show is so campy and is so fantastical that it actually doesn't matter. It would not bother me at all. You could have the most mincing Chris Pot as Seymour, and I would be like, yes, honey, feed that plant. Mm-hmm. Feed that plant. Um, well, and, and also, re- regardless of our uh, opinions, like this is this is the, the great twink roles um, of musical theater, regardless of our opinions. So that has been historically a very twink role. Thank you for honoring our history. Um, it is your turn, Daniel. Okay, speaking of our history, um, the next on my list, number two, is uh, Cornelius Hackle from Hello, Dolly. Um, again, another one that I think Cornelius in the in the show, he's like 32 or 34. So he's actually a little bit older than uh, prime twink age. Um, and I think Gavin Creel, you know, was, was, uh, very, was very age appropriate. But, again, all the other times I've seen that role, especially on tour with Cara Lee and with uh, whoever, I guess it was maybe with Bernadette, uh, just played by the twinkiest of twinks, like fresh out of AMDA, barely of drinking uh. age, Cornelius Hackle. So, I mean, Gavin also, I think, is like the best kind of like gay twink, even though he's like, I think he's almost my age, at least in his 40s. But like he, you know, I mean, it's the reason I loved him so much in Hello, Dolly. 
And I would love him so much if he did Little Shop, but I did not like him. I'm sorry to be honest, um, in Into the Woods or in She Loves Me, you know? And um, I, in, but in Hello Dolly, I, the gayness makes it uh, all the better. It's fucking yeah, Hello Dolly. Totally, totally. And, and you also want to believe him as someone who's like tr- truly maybe never kissed a girl, you know? Yes, that is very plausible. All right. It's, it sounds great. I, I support both of these. I have not. Wait, you not look seen. a little judgy. Have you, you look not, a little judgy. Have you not seen No, I'm panicking because I think I, I approach this again, like from more of a spiritually twink uh, perspective, which well, that's is good. I'll just say my next one. It's good to yeah. get all the perspectives, spiritual yeah. and otherwise. Okay. Because yeah. uh, I put down Ado Annie from Oklahoma. That's a twink. Oh, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> well, I mean, she's up here like Wait. somebody fuck me. Like, she's basically like a girl, oh, okay. like 2003 at Posh. Like, she's like a, a twink who's like, you guys, I'll do anything for it. Um, okay, so I think this is actually uh, infuriating, but also uh, uh, enchanting because, um, I mean, certainly I have always dreamed of. Like, why are we gendering twinks? Anyone could be a twink. I mean, this is spiritual. No, um, but twinks are pretty gendered, I, I feel. I know, but like. And with that, you- I'll drink my LaCroix. Think yes. of your most, you are forever a twink. Think of your most traditional twinks. They would all be great 808. Peter Pan, again, a woman. Yeah, I thought about Peter Pan. Um, no, it's true. I mean, I mean, you know, some little twink at an open mic night singing, I can't say no. I can. I have seen it, I'm sure. Okay, what I'll do another did one. did we just watch singing, I can't say no? Oh, Cheetah Rivera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's such a twink. She's <laughs> a tenor. A yeah. Uh, it's funny, you know, I, also where I'm getting hung up is don't forget that my roommate and best friend for many years was Tyler Maynard, who is the quintessential mm. twink of that moment. And I've seen him do Ellen Green in uh, Little Shop. I've yeah. seen these things. And so to me, Ellen Green is the twink role in that, in that show. Um, but also like when I see Ado Annie, I always think Tyler. Um, okay, well then I'll throw something out. Well, that I just be... want to say shout out to Tyler Maynard, one of the great musical theater talents of our era. Of our who era. is overdue for like a yeah. defining Broadway triumph to put him rightfully in line with Kristen, Adina, mm-hmm. and Audra. Right, mm-hmm. yes. No, I'm serious. And like, it is time. Like think about his uh, contemporaries, not just myself and you, but like Shoshana and mm-hmm. Leslie Kritzer. These are people from CCM, same yeah. class. Like who? Yeah. I think if you got us all together and said, who's the most talented, most hilarious fag you know? Yeah. It's, it's Tyler. Like no literally question. the most talented. Hands down. It's Hands time. Down. It's time. But so, um, okay. Well, can I leave Ado Annie up there? Or should I think of something I say more leave it up there. Go with your gut. <laughs> yeah. I want us to honor your inspiration. Your and you should, have Ta- you should have Tyler on the show. We, we will. will. That's a great sure. idea. Yeah, you should. Uh, okay, so I'll, I'll say Ado Annie. Let me have my gimme. Um, and then uh, do you want me to say another one or you don't? Wait, I think wait? you do. Yeah, you yeah, go next again, right? Yeah. yeah. That's the snake, John. Oh, the snake. Okay, well, the next one I was going to say, again, something from my resume early on in my career. Um, not that I played this role, but I witnessed several people playing this role who were mm. really, really talented. Um, several who went on to, I think, became twinks in their own right. But one of the great roles for a twink in musical theater to me is Tam and Miss Saigon. Wow. A silent character. <laughs> that character has a lot of like emotional body work to do. Twinks, twinks just should be seen and not heard. <laughs> <laughs> also... A lot of twinks 
consider themselves like important enough to be like, sacrificed people's lives for. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's like they, they think their lives are so dramatic, it's life or death. Mm. I mean, certainly Leia Salonga knows what you're talking about. Um, wait, did any of the boys you saw as Tam, you worked with as Tam, I should add now, John was in the national tour of Miss Saigon as Chris, uh, which is, by the way, one of my twink roles I'm sure you guys will disagree with, but it's way, way further down on my list. Um, in your time as Chris, did any of the boys that played Tam, did any of them grow up to be, you know, someone that we know now? Someone that we know now. Uh, let's see. Well, the funny thing is, like, again, just to coming back to, like, whether or not you can gender a twink and, like, what does it mean to really be a twink and a twink's, you know, soul, most of the Tams, I think maybe 99.9% of them were female. Interesting. Because back then, this is very misogynist or or the opposite. I don't know which one it is. But um, they uh, girls at that age were more, I guess, quote, unquote, um, what's the term? Easy to work with. Less annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> than little boys. They were more controllable. So it that's was very true. Little girls. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. So, Twinks. I mean, like, are, is Eva Noblesada like one of your Tams? Wait, how do I know that name? She restarred as Kim in the revival of Miss Saigon and in so 80s Town. Funny. That's a good uh, documentary. Like, where are the Tams? Where are the Tams? Where are the Tams? Go find that. Where have all the Tams gone? Um, <laughs> Okay, moving Damn right it, along, uh, my number three uh, twink is a name that rhymes with twink, and it is from John. This is for you for from Hairspray the Musical, Link Larkin. Mm-hmm. I have I have to contest this. I have something else on my list that I that I have to just can I sure. Wait, what do you mean? You don't can think it's a you don't think it's a twink role? Um. Hairspray can have more than one twink. I mean, I had two characters from Hairspray on my list, just none of them made the No, you're right. It's a twink role. I just think the twinky-est role in that show is IQ. Not that it's that big of a role. IQ is, that's interesting. That's, that's, that was. Lots of straight guys play that role. Yeah. But it's a really, like, not to size anyone, but like, it is a slender, small, you have to be the smallest, kind of youngest, spryest, jumpiest one Mm -hmm. to play IQ. Um, Not the role I would have played in my youth. I you're, an, you're, a, you're a Wilbur, babe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So I'm sticking with Link, Twink Larkin. Twink Larkin. I see it, yes. Um, wait, okay, so that's me for my number three. Um, you know, I just keep going for these lead roles. Um, and this is one that I think really changed the nature of play for Twinks on Broadway forever. That is Mark and Rent. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. 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 Wow. Rob Sapp's made a couple of appearances on this list. Wait, Rob Sapp was Mark and Rent? Wasn't he? For a minute. Not that I ever saw, but could have been. Okay. Um, And then who's your number? You, who's your number four? Okay. Number four, uh, going back to a little deeper in my youth, is Dickon in The Secret Club. Oh, oh that's a good one. Oh, Pinnacle. One I good did job. not even think of. Maybe the I mean, honestly, Dickon is a twink role in all the ways that define a twink role. But also, Dickon overlaps with the category of parts almost like the witch in Into the Woods. Just a magical yeah. character with, like, mystery yes. and power. He's like the... When a thing is twink... 
Yes. Yes. That is our theme song. The biggest swink, you know. I mean, he's like, yeah, he's like the puck of uh, Secret Garden. Totally. totally. Um, And of course, John Cameron Mitchell is forever a twink. I mean, he is still in his 60s, you know, showing up and twinkier than ever. Yeah. I mean, he's still like when I see him, you know, spinning at Julius on Thursdays at Mattachine, he has more energy than the rest of us put together. Mm. Um, when a thing, it, when a thing is twink, you know that's really funny. It has a dick around it. Mm. <laughs> okay, back to me now. My number four. Now this is where, um, okay, my number four is uh, Mistopheles from Cats. Oh, twinks. There were yeah. there were so there are so many cats to choose from in Cats, but really? but Mistopheles is the one who he's literally like the magical, you know, magician cat. Um you know, I, I think like Rumtum Tugger has to be a little mask, um although also very fabulous, but Mistopheles to me kind of seems like the one yeah. who is like kind of the smallest and like the most uh Spry, spryest, not not taking up a lot of space, except in his one big number he gets, where he gets to leap around and do a lot of choreo. Um, so yeah, Mistopheles was the cat I landed on. He's actually kind of the Dickon of cats. Yes, yes. <laughs> magical twinks could be a separate category. <laughs> yeah, truly. Yeah, yeah. the year it's of magical bonus. twinking. The year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wishful, wishful twinking. By, wishful always by Joan Joan Dickian. Oh, uh, my turn or no? Yes. Uh, I mean, I just feel like it's obvious that Marius is up in there. Oh, that was, yes. Also on my list. Also very good choice. Like there's, it's kind of like you get, it's like your first, it's like your virginity, you know, like any twink who, who didn't play Marius doesn't get to qualify as a twink. I know. Including I, me. I, I did play Marius. Thank you. You have the hair for it. You have the hair of an Eponine, but the soul of <laughs> Marius. It was not. It was not this, quite this long when I played. When I played them, you didn't have a wig. No, baby, Guthrie, Oklahoma. We could barely afford lights and mics, <laughs> let alone wigs. Yeah, let alone um, nice ones like these. Fontaine had to cut her actual hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh. Anyway. Wait. So okay, Marius. that means back to Daniel for number. Yeah, because that was your last one, right, John? That was your number um, five. I had like Tulsa as a backup, but yeah. Wait, I think that was only four, right? Uh, it was four for me. I, I okay, have, yeah. How, did you do one yeah. more then? What, one more. I have Tulsa from from Gypsy up. In Great, there. love that. I mean, that I will say, it, five is at the best where it belongs, but in a way, it's the ultimate twink role, just because it's like such a twink cameo. It's yeah. like as we know, G- Gypsy is a one woman show. Yeah, and like. There's just like a little like dash of twink. You need one. And it's always somebody who like, well, I don't want to be rude, but it's... Be rude. Kind of like anybody can kind of get in there and do it. Well, they have to be... I can't dance. I I couldn't even audition for that. But I mean, it's kind of like you get to be... Like if somebody's fun and you love them and you want to have them in your cast, like go get them. The best Tulsa that I ever saw and all due respect to... David Burka. Not David Burka. Not the fabulous... Triple Threat, Tony Yazbek. Justin Bohan. Not Justin oh. Bohan, who was also good. Not so good. not not Joe Mahoda, uh, <laughs> great as he was. My favorite Tulsa was Leo Ash Evans in the Ravinia oh, production. Love Leo. Yeah, I don't and I don't know her. 
Leo is an actor's twink. A twink. Oh, an actor's Leo. Tulsa. A twinkter's actor. A twink's Tulsa. Oh my Tulsa. God. I can't believe I said to Leo, though, he's playing Tata in Ragtime somewhere this summer. And I'm like, in what universe? I would really think of him still as like mother's younger brother, another yeah. great twinkle. Mm, twink. But we're all aging. Um, but once a twink, always a twink. I, I, yeah, twink. One, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Gwen Verdon is a twink. Like you're always you're the soul of a twink. Gwen Verdon is dead. Right, but she's always her soul be a twink. lives on. Um, <laughs> I like how you are very open minded with the twink, John. I like how you how you think of it as non gendered. Yeah, like you like that's the you have the spirit of like Roxy Hart is a twink. That's a twink role. You have mm. a twinky kind of youthful, slutty exuberance. It's just like mm, constantly yes. demanding cop. I think this is very good. Youthful, slutty exuberance yeah. is a very hungry. very hungry. Important. Hungry. Yeah. Thirsty. Hungry. Yeah. Thirsty. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Well, demanding this is that's dramatic. a good a good way to define it. Um, uh, um okay, well my next my next uh and final uh twink twink roll uh, wait is this the final one of the whole thing yeah is oh god i mean i have several on my short list <laughs> but um i feel like you're coming from mine and i'm scared um it is anthony from sweeney todd <laughs> yeah yeah he has the best song he has the best has song the best he's always played by like a gentle Although, uh, bigger twink. woman is kind of a twink no i mean <laughs> bigger woman is a troll she literally lives under a bridge. Yeah, she's evil. Yeah, she's mean. Um, yeah, Anthony. I mean, another. It was either that or Pippin, but I think. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think Anthony is more of like a get. So yeah. Wait. So. I'm... Go ahead. So let's 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 reiterate. Wait, I haven't done my number five yet. Well, you haven't. No. Oh. Because you, you did Cornelius, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. So my number five, I can't believe I'm saying it and it wasn't on your list, is Freddie in My Fair Lady. Oh, I didn't even think of Freddie. That's a good one. I love Freddie so much because, first of all, Freddie has the most beautiful song in the world. Well, and it's one of the rare instances where a twink gets to sing baritone and not tenor. Yes, which I appreciate. And also, Freddie is just so, like... He just wants love. He's in love with Eliza and she just keeps on rejecting him. And he's just like, he just has his heart on his sleeve and he just keeps on trying. Even when it's like so cruel, he's singing this like beautiful love song, speak and the world is full of singing. And it's a throwaway. They're like, it just gets cut off. He doesn't even get a whole song there. They're just like, no bitch. And he yes. never loses his like open heart, good attitude. Well, that and, is just yeah. like Cornelius, just like Seymour. I think Freddie is a good example of the twink type of twink character that he's not just pining after a woman like romantically, but he's almost like worshiping her in almost like a diva worship way. Like yes, Seymour yes, yes. with Audrey, him with Eliza. I mean, they, they, they're, you know, Eliza and Audrey both are kind of these larger than life um, creations that, you know, have suffered some sort of abuse, whether physical abuse with the dentist or, you know, living on the streets and then having to, you know, be under the thumb of Henry Higgins they're these sweet kind of, um, you know, almost like saviors that yeah. look to them and want to help them. I mean, I, I definitely see that. Like Matthew Broderick in Sleeping with the Enemy. 
the movie Sleeping with the Enemy? Yeah. He's not I in that. about that. Wait, what am I thinking of? The Night We Never Met. Uh, I'm confusing that? those movies. I don't know. I'm just getting back to my Kevin Anderson IMDb in the 90s. Sleeping, Sleeping with the Enemy is a great movie, though. Julia Roberts. Such a good movie. Yeah, her hair Wait, is so who, crazy. Who's the good guy in that one? Um, Aiden Quinn. That's it, mm, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, and yes, he's a yes, he's yes. a musical theater teacher because there's that one scene where he she watches him out the window singing uh, West Side Story. Wait, so is he like 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 code switching supposed to be gay in that? I don't think so. I think it was like the '90s when you could be like a drama teacher and not be gay. You know, <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, what was that time like? I know. It was, it was awful. Um, anyway, okay, let's let's all go through and and read off our list to just yes. to so everyone everyone hears them again. Johnny. Oh, God. Okay, Jack from Into the Woods, stand by it. Peter Pan, notable honorable mention. Um, I just want to mention IQ and Hairspray, also the twinkiest role in that, except for maybe Amber, who was the ultimate twink. Uh, Ado Annie, (laughs) thirsty, thirsty, desperate, and, you know, demanding. Tam in Miss Saigon. (laughs) Insane. (laughs) Tulsa from Gypsy. Tulsa. my quintessential, like, bullseye for me is Marius from Les Mis. Yeah. I, I think Tulsa was your bullseye, but... I think, okay. yeah, I think we need the we need these edited down to a five-point list so we can... Oh, whenever, whenever, Jack? Whenever, okay. Jack, Tam, Edo, Tulsa, Marius. Fabulous. Okay, because when the episode comes out, we're going to, we're going to, like, release, release the list to... Oh, I'm going to get in trouble To now. the world. No, you're not. No, you're not. Um, we're going to get in trouble. You're the most, you're, you're the most progressively thinking out yeah. of all of us. Um, okay, mine were uh, Fierro, Cornelius, Hackle, Link Larkin from Hairspray, Mustafeles from Cats, and Anthony from Sweeney Todd. Perfect. My, mine were Usnavi, <laughs> Seymour, Mark, Dickon, and Freddie Einsford Hill. Such a great, this is great. Good. We really, and I want to say, I want to give a shout out on Freddie to the greatest Freddie I've ever seen, Jordan Donica in the Lincoln Center Theater Revival, who is now, uh, or just, I'm not sure, is he going to Broadway? He was Rapunzel's Prince um, oh. in Into the Woods at City Center. No, actually, I think he, he might so be being, glorious. he might be being replaced by uh, Joshua Henry. Yeah. I'm assuming that's, that's who Josh was playing. He must have some fancy TV job, but he was so spectacular in that. Um, he's really hard to call a twink because he's like 6'9". And like, you know, probably like could be like a football like star if you wanted to be like in pro football to keep it on the sports analogies. Uh, snaking down, snaking, snaking down. down. I'd like to snake down that. Oh, over. but he uh, is really funny and charming. Love Just it. like you. Thank you, John. Oh, yeah. Yes, um, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, wait. So what else are we going to talk about for the next... 15 minutes. Well, I, why don't we talk about um, some roles that are not twink roles Yes, that we would love to see played instead by a twink. Mm. Uh, it's sort of the kind of thing John was saying maybe with Edo Annie. Like, I think that's an interesting um, yeah. idea. Like, like, gen- like, like gender. Like, um, I almost put down um, from company uh, uh, Jamie. It used to be Amy, now Jamie. I mean, that's... And I almost, I almost did PJ from Company. It used to be Marta. Yes, um, yes. But, like, like, I mean, honestly, like, wouldn't Elphaba be a great twink role? Every twink wants or to Or maybe even more so Glinda. I think Glinda. Yeah. 
I, I I would see like there hell hath no fury like a twink scorned, and so I would say something more like I would like to see a uh, Javert played by a twink because like that oh. side of a twink that is so angry, like a mean like you, twink. Yeah, like a mean, vengeful. I if I don't get my way, I oh will yeah, 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 myself off this bridge. Like like Jamie Sapero in um, Smash. <laughs> Like, yes, evil. Kill what's, myself. what's another good evil twink role? I like the evil twink roles. Oh, um, I mean, like, I guess. Well, I guess if Audrey was a twink, then the dentist could be like another mean twink. That would be funny. Yeah, you know what? A lot of twinks graduate and do play. If they're funny, they graduate and play the dentist. You know? Oh, a um, evil twink role is Mordred and Camelot. Mordred. I don't remember who Mordred is. I love Camelot, but I don't like, remember. Like Morgan Le Fay's son. I think he has the song The oh, Seven Deadly Sins okay. or the Twelve. How many yeah. Deadly Sins is it? Seven. Seven. Um, yeah. Also, I know that Barrett Foa played it at Paper Mill mm. Playhouse. So, oh, yeah. Evil you twink. do the math. Um, Lancelot's kind of a twink role. I had Lancelot on my list, actually. I love that song. Also, another another moment. I'm sure John objects. Another moment when the Barrett. I don't know. I don't know that show. <laughs> It's coming back, right? It's being revived at Link- Lincoln Centra. Oh, that yeah, that is true, isn't it? I forgot who they said was doing it. Anyone from Evita, just to bring it back to your... Like, you know, Che's not really a twink, but you know who is a twink from uh, from Evita is another suitcase, another hall ditch. That is a yeah. twink who's on her yeah. way off from being, like, banged Truly. for one night, and she's like, fine, whatever. Although Che was played by one of our favorite twinks in the city center Ricky encores. Martin. Yes, oh. that is absolutely uh, Jason true. Jason Gote, who's actually, I think, maybe my age or older, but he's still very, very twinky to me. Um, well, what are some, uh, what are roles that you guys, John, what roles did you play as a, as a youngin? Uh, Link was, I guess that's a Twinkie role. I guess Chris, per, um, Ben's rules, I was, uh, What about, like, back in your, like, community theater days when you were a kid? Anthony. Oh, uh, you worked your way through I the Twink list. I did that. I did. Who, who yeah. were the leads when you were Anthony and Sweeney Todd? In community theater in Texas? Oh, yeah, for some reason I thought you did, like, a big production, like, it. You know, know. in Houston or something. No, you know, I skipped that phase of anyone's theatrical career, which is probably why mine is so short. But I didn't do, I had an agent who's like, you know, in between your Broadway roles, you need to go and be really hustling these traditional roles at at regional theaters across the country. And I was like, you want me to go? You want me to do what? Like, I couldn't. I also didn't have any sort of uh, training or book that would um, facilitate that. Like, I don't know the standards as well. So I didn't really Mm. get that get mm-hmm. to play and i also couldn't dance so a lot of twinks you know, have to learn to dance. can you not can you really not dance um i can i can fake it mm. i can fake it a little bit i'm trying to think what else uh let's see sweeney todd little night music henrik oh henrik oh yeah henrik, that's a good henrik part. henrik was on my short list um oh, sure i think we've really discussed all the other ones i had on gabe from next to normal that was one i had but i didn't yeah, I had is, that uh, is evan hansen a twink evan yeah. hansen is a twink yes a complex twink with issues yeah i finally saw the movie on a plane oh i haven't seen i have it. not seen I it lo- either. i saw i love the show i love i love the, the show, show too i don't want to i don't want to uh tarnish my my experience with it because i feel like now evan hansen has gotten such a bad rap you know i could see i enjoyed it because i i did not know the show at all i had never seen mm. it on broadway i didn't know the music except for things i'd heard you know at the tonys or whatever um, but I thoroughly enjoyed the movie because I re- I was like, oh, I get the source material on Broadway. This show is probably really great. 
Yeah. So I was yeah. able to, and I, I enjoyed the, the spectacle of what I was seeing on the plane. I couldn't believe How's it. How's Amy Adams? <laughs> well, you know, mm, I love Not Amy my Adams. favorite in musicals. I did not like her in Into the Woods in Central Park. Isn't it funny, though, with her? She's someone I love through and through and can do no wrong. Love her so much. But um, you, because th- I saw Into the Woods as well, and it, it didn't, I was expecting so much. Mm, yeah. In theory, that is the perfect casting for that role. Mm-hmm. And in every, I think, you know. Um, I like, that, I think that Joanna Gleason, like we, Daniel and I talk about this all the time because we all grew up. That's a perfect that. performance. And we all so grew up perfect. watching the video. So we yeah. don't only memorize the cast recording. We the know facial every line reading she yes. gave. Yeah. Of the I was libretto. watching a clip of Sarah Bareilles and it was like, it does. I was thinking how great she is, but it was like, no matter how good or perfect anyone is, you just, it's hard to separate yourself it's true. from, from but that. But Sarah was a mile better She's than Amy so Adams. Good. Let me tell you that. No comparison. Well, well, you know, I didn't like that production though. In the park? Yeah. They didn't, uh, did I thought anyone? the production was really cool. Yeah, the hmm. steampunk production. I, I don't mean, like anything steampunk. I don't like the aesthetic. It was very it cool. For, first of all, way. the young people were amazing. Gideon Glick and Sarah Stiles and Jesse mm. Mueller. They were absolutely brilliant. I'll, I'll, I, I wasn't in a good place in my life, so mm-hmm. I was only full of hatred and rage. Didn't like it. Yes. Everybody loved the young people. I mean, it's more controversial, some of you the older them. people. They were wonderful. And, and, and what's her name? Um, uh, Donna Christine Murphy. <laughs> Donna Murphy was good. It wasn't the best. But Christine Zabornik was fabulous as Jack's mother. Um, well, going back to Amy Adams, I love her too so much. She's one of my favorite actresses of the screen. But you know what I heard she was not great in was The Glass Menagerie on the, at the West End, which is on playing right now. I was seriously, like, I love her so much. I was like, am I going to fly to London just to see her do... Wait, that's a perfect part for her, though. Oh, wait, as who? As, a man, blo- as Amanda. Blowing oh. my mind. No, I was like, she would have been a great Laura back in the day. But no, she's yeah. kind of yes. Um I'm not ready. But oh, I'm not ready for that. I heard it was not good. Whoever I talked to was like, "Save your money, don't, don't." Or if you, or if you go, there are other productions to see, but not. Like, I mean, Sally Fields was like 70 and she was flawless. That is how I like it. I also didn't yeah. like Sally. F- I, I didn't like that. I like Sally Field. I did not like that production, though. Did you see Cherry Jones? Yes, I did. No, I wish so I would have. I wish I would have seen that. You, you need flawless. someone who can interpret it from a lot of different angles. And yeah. also someone who's literally from Tennessee. No shade to anybody else, but like in particular, you know, Glass Menagerie was a play I did in high school. Tom is very twink. Energy. Oh, right. Um, for, for a closeted guy in high school in Texas who like wants to also be artistic and it's kind of accepted because in that interpretation he's just kind of a little quirky and creative right like, he's a huge right. homo but like that was such a weird experience but like i do like the depth of having somebody who knows every little minor um nuance having grown up in places like tennessee like jerry jones like who as a big part of her um life you know oh, i love that someone, i didn't know yeah. she was from tennessee yeah me either i just knew she wasn't jewish But John, it is such a thrill to have you here because you know every nuance of musical theater from just the dance belt to Broadway and beyond. It is really, um, you were on the inside, you were there, you were the twink, whether you acknowledge it or not. And you were, you were, you were, you were part of it. And I think you bring a real uh, freshness to the discussion. Je ne sais quoi. Uh, I love you guys so much, both huge fans. Have Tyler Mayner on. We will. We absolutely will. We We might just cast him as Ado Annie and skip the podcast. (laughs) And John, 
if people if people are twinks or otherwise are thirstier for more john hill or if they want to run up that hill where can they find you and what else do you have for us kate bush yes Mm. get your hounds of love and come follow me at john arthur hill on instagram i don't tweet uh, you can listen to SiriusXM Channel 102. I'm Andy Cohen's co-host Mondays and Wednesdays. I have my own show on Tuesdays, 8 a.m. Live Pacific. Yikes, this is too much information. And also Discretion Advised Podcast with Mark McNamara on Apple Podcasts. I love it. Wonderful. Wonderful. We love you, John. Come back you. again. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Cast Off's The Podcast. If you're in New York City, come visit us every Monday at 8 p.m. at Club Coming. A big appreciation to our good Judy's composer Billy Reese for the Cast Off's theme song and to the wonderful photographer Austin Ruffer for our Cast Off's photo. Check them both out online. See you next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.